Hello and welcome to the No Holds Barred Witchcraft Podcast. It's your favourite duo again, Liam and Chris. And today we are talking about paranormal investigationings. Yes, that's right. The sort of thing like Scooby-Doo did, but just not as good. (laughs) Now, Chris. I, I was a massive fan of Scooby-Doo when I was a kid. I absolutely loved it. A lot of people liked Tom and Jerry. I couldn't stand Tom and Jerry. It was all Scooby-Doo. Now, I don't remember any times when Scooby-Doo, on an episode of Scooby-Doo, they'd be sat around in a dark room shouting out, is there anyone there? And then when someone's stomach rumbled them think that there's a ghost present. (laughs) Now, I know there are occasions when uh, Shaggy and Scooby used to run away at the sight of, I don't know, the wind carrying a carrier bag or something like that that looked like a ghost. And I know they'd run away if someone was under a bed sheet. Not too different. Not not, not unlike a vet filled in from that that television (laughs) show. Most haunted in the UK. But is it me? Did you think that that didn't that just that just got cut and is now on the uh, on the floor of the editing room? Maybe Scooby Doo they just cut all those bits out, or do you think they just weren't there to begin with? I don't know. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts? Cut all those bits out. I don't think they cut all those bits out. But yeah, I mean, with any paranormal investigation team, there's always the two stoners. I mean, the two scared <laughs> people that belief. You've got the sceptic, which would have been um, Velma. Jinkies! Velma, yeah. Um, Velma, and uh, you've also got the person, the presenter, that just sits there and stands there and looks pretty. Fred. Which is Daphne. Nah, that's Freddy. Uh, Fred, Fred's the leader. Fred's the leader, isn't he? Fred's the producer. Oh, okay. And then you've got, um, who else was there? I think that was it. Yeah. Wait, it's got that's 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 the psychic. <laughs> <laughs> the odd psychic that they get, they truck on some of these shows, and um, yeah, basically he just winds them all up. Let me out! Let me out! <laughs> and he always turns out to be a baddie as well. If you've watched the uh, the films, obviously Scrappy turns out to be evil in that. Um, but there we go. Let's not get too sidetracked on Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I was just wondering, because from what I remember, Scooby-Doo, there was a lot of investigation of a paranormal nature. Yeah. And with paranormal investigation, there's supposed to be a lot of investigation of a paranormal la- nature. But from what I've seen, there doesn't seem to be much of either <laughs> paranormal or investigation going on. And I wonder if you can come to the uh, rescue of some of these paranormal investigators and, and say, no, Liam, you've got it wrong because... No, of... I don't think I can. Well, that's not going to be a very good <laughs> podcast then, is it? It's just going to be <laughs> being very nasty just, about paranormal I don't, I don't mean it like that. I just mean, I just mean that kind of... I think you've probably gone a step too far by calling Scrappy-Doo a psychic, but because they can't surely be... That irritating. Well, 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 he's not in every episode. He's not in uh, every okay, episode. Okay, I get what you mean. 
So they just chuck him in. He's kind of, or a demonologist. <laughs> yeah, a that's demonologist. Because <laughs> from what I remember of most haunted, they'd have they'd have a psychic every now and then, or most of the time, until that psychic becomes more famous than the actual host. In which case, they need to get rid of them quick because the found <laughs> it. And then and then you've got a um a demonologist or someone that's an expert in the occult, <laughs> presuming it's crappy deal, because all they do is let me out, let me out. Of, <laughs> Just shout in in empty room. No, no. And obviously there's elaborate contraptions and things like that. They've all got these gadgets and things, haven't they? Fred always makes something, whereas the paranormal investigators, they they buy these boxes that light (laughs) up and stuff. Like, super complicated. Yeah. I remember the days when you tap the the skull, you know? You just give the skull three taps and that's it. (laughs) I'm very, very analog. <laughs> analog definitely is the a useful phrase there. Um, I it really depends. I don't know. Like, I suppose they fit into two camps, don't they? Of the ones that are kind of led by paranormal investigators, where they want to talk about, you know, just proving something else exists. Because that's, I'm assuming that's what the point of all that is, right? Is proving that there is. Well, I think there's three, isn't there? Three different types. So, well, I was going, I suppose maybe, I'm trying to think what you'd think the third one is. The second one would be kind of the the um, psychic-led ones where it's, you know, a, a medium leading, leading the charge. And then who would be the third one? Well, my breakdown of three different types of paranormal investigation teams is one you've got the ghost hunters so these are all people with um with matching t-shirts and and logos and things like that very often they're kind of um a regional historians yeah well the the ghost hunters so they basically go they're, they're just wanting a spooky experience and very often they'll, you know, you can go to these ghost hunting events and stuff like that and just to get a spooky experience. That's all they're really interested in, is having spooky experiences. It's kind of like a fetish, but not yeah. really. <laughs> then then you've got the um, the people I like the most, which are the, the um, investigators. So these people are paid money. Very often, I like the commercial ones, so the ones that investigate um, paranormal occurrences on behalf of commercial clients and not domestic clients. So they're the people which, if something really, really, really weird is going on, you can pay them to come and investigate it and either diagnose the problem or, you know, at least give you some information on it and and catalogue it, that kind of thing. I've worked with people like that in the past because... Who do you think they go to when something really bad happens? They well, come yeah. to us. So there we go. And then the third is the people which are the scientists. Yeah. See? They're the people that want to prove to the world that the other side exists and that ghosts exist. So you've got the three different types. The first type I don't mind. They're harmless. Because they're just, they, they just want a little laugh, you know. Some would say they're dabblers. I don't really care. It's good business for us yeah. when it all goes wrong. When that thing does follow them home. <laughs> and then the second type, the, um, the professional ones, then, you know, 
it's a job at the end yeah. of the day. So, you know, if you want to investigate things, strange things, it's no different than being a, um, a private investigator, except instead of taking pictures and cataloging someone having an affair or, steal, or stealing money from someone's workplace, you're investigating weird stuff or slightly more weirder stuff. It's the third lot I don't like. These ones that are trying to prove to the world that spirits and stuff exist. Because they do a really bad job of it. Have you noticed that? They've been doing it for a while, and they've got so say evidence, yeah. and yet the world still says that there's nothing. There's nothing there. Science doesn't hasn't adopted the fact that it's there. And every time you get one of these people, especially if it's a, a PhD one, who's uh, paid to do a study on behalf of a university, normally. They're, they always say the same thing. Well, we're the first ones that have done it. We're the first ones that really seriously looked <laughs> at this. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure there are a dozen other universities that have got a PhD, you know, a professor there that's studying something <laughs> similar. You've got all of the millions, literally millions spent by governments on various different programs, whether it's crying and that kind of thing, or the Nazi psychic power <laughs> stuff, all of that sort of stuff. Which is interesting because they'll spend a couple of million on that, then they'll ditch the program, then they'll start yeah. up another program. So it does make you wonder, doesn't it, about, you know, why do they keep spending money on it if it doesn't work? But maybe it's because they've got a PhD person there saying, well, you've not let me do this. I, I should be maybe. doing it. I can get you the maybe. result. But we're going off on a tangent now. But yeah, I struggle with those, partly because we're from a witchcraft background. And for us, it's the case if we're supposed to keep all of this secret, <laughs> aren't we? Good old gatekeeping. Uh, keep it away from the profane. Gatekeeping. Yeah, gatekeeping. Don't tell, don't tell the profane, as uh, Heinrich Agrippa yeah. would say. And uh, something about mundanes and muggles. Mundanes and muggles. Don't tell them. They can't handle the truth. Um, no, it's it's a, it's one it's one of those. It but it doesn't really interest me. I think that's part of the problem. Um, it's. Well, that's good because we're doing a podcast. No, but no, I don't mean like that. I mean like the people interest me. The spooky encounters that they're after don't interest me. So you're interested in the living people, but not yeah, because they're fascinating. That they want to spend all their time doing those sorts of experiments, or the oh, but they 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 only do specific experiments. There's there's about four of them, isn't there? I don't know. You've got table tipping because apparently that's an experiment. You've got the Ouija board thing and pendulums. You've got EVPs, electronic voice phenomena. You've got photography. And then you've also got all of these magic boxes and voice boxes and all that technology and stuff like that. Um, and then there was one special camera thing which just makes stick men appear and the stick men move around and that's apparently supposed to be a ghost. <laughs> not sure I'm not quite works. sure how that works either, to be honest. It's a new yeah, one I've, I saw I've it seen, on a TV. I've seen a few of those. I don't quite understand how it works. But no, I find I find them fascinating and I find the stories that they go looking for, like the proper ghost hunter car, like group one, the kind of ghost hunter ones that just want an experience and then spend all this time researching the family tree and all that kind of stuff. I like that kind of genealogy storytelling stuff. That's quite cool. Um, particularly when, 
you know, you find someone that's particularly charismatic to tell the story, that's always good. Like a good ghost story, bedtime kind of ghost story. I like them. Yeah, middle group. I don't know. I don't. I'm not quite sure how I feel about them. For the people who's living it is to investigate. Yeah, because I don't quite get. I don't quite get it. <laughs> so, things that go bump in the night, and then you basically camp out and record stuff, and say, yeah, yeah, sure. Surely they just go to old Mother Hubbard down the road, and she'll t- that crazy woman. I'll tell you everything about him. She only got to go in, and she got a feeling well, in her waters. But today everything's about professions, isn't it? You have to have a qualification in a profession, like back in the day. So I'll give you one example. So there's a certain warehouse, right? I'm not going to say the name of the warehouse because it's a business. But things, things you go in on the morning, and there's things all over the floor, and yet. That happens every night. There's some things get pushed off off the shelves onto the floor. And if that keeps happening over and over again... You put some rat traps day, down. Well, back in the day, you'd probably go to old Mother Abbott down the road, the old cunning wise woman. Um, nowadays, they feel, oh, if we've shouted at everyone and the cameras aren't showing that there's anyone or anything there, we best find out what's going on because all these products getting thrown on the floor has costed us money because they're all breaking. So why don't we pay someone whose job it is to check all this weird stuff out and see what they can come up with? And then in walks the paranormal investigation team with their matching (laughs) t-shirts. I don't know. We'll call them... Oh, I don't want to say which one, because like, I, I don't know if there is a Bristol Paranormal or England Paranormal or something like that. There probably is, isn't there? I'm sorry if there is a Bristol Paranormal. Bristol Haven and Somerset slash Birmingham slash Southwest slash Midlands Paranormal <laughs> Group. It's quite a big t-shirt. It'd have to be, a big, to be a big t-shirt. But to, to be fair, on. some of them are quite I big. Mean, some people do say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that. We're on the same wavelength, but... No, I was going to say I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't possibly. No, it would be uncouth. That's just, that's just being very rude. Now, why have you got to bring all that sort of thing into it? You know, we were having a nice conversation. (laughs) Don't start going down those lines. So, yeah, like, I get it, you know, but. Well, I was going to say, surely nobody makes full time money on that, but they do, don't they? That's the scary part about it. Well, the the ones that I've liked have actually normally been retired people. So it's normally one or two people. Uh, a lot of the time I've noticed they're either ex-military or ex-police retired. And they're making a little bit of extra money investigating things. But m- most often they don't do all of this like event stuff. So they're just people that get called upon to do investigations. A lot of the time, it, it seems to be on a commercial thing. So it's, you know, commercial basis. So businesses employ them when stuff's going on. Not so much like, help, my house is haunted. There's something going on in the upstairs room. It's not really that. It's more like, oh, well, this keeps happening and it's costing us money. Or this keeps happening. Or there must be someone here. Or, you know, what's going on here? 
but yeah, it's interesting. Interesting. I, I, I would have to say, if you're one of those sorts of people that like that kind of work, I just wonder how much of the time. I, I just wonder how much benefit it is. If it was like insurance or something like that, I suppose it makes sense that you've got an external third party coming in and verifying that there is something going on, you know. Um, whereas I'm not entirely sure what they're no, that's because normally that's, that's yeah, the that's the bit that always them. kind of baffles me about it is kind of well, once they found it, what do they do then? Get you get a referral to the uh, local witch to come and sort it out like what what happens then well it depends i suppose on what the problem is i mean we look we clean up after ourselves so it's not going to be anything yeah. related to us so it's normally something that um well to be honest with you most of the times when i've seen stuff like that especially on tv shows and stuff it's mainly um either people messing around with things and inviting things in like they've been playing with the ouija boards or they've disturbed something there by doing building renovations or something like that or it's been a case of there's something like leftovers of humans that kind of thing i don't mean physically but sometimes <laughs> physically but you know ghosts and that kind of thing they're just kind of there and too many yeah. people report it but I've noticed that it always seems to be negative, doesn't it? It always seems to be scary, yeah. spooky, kind of bad spirits, not so much nice things. There are a few stories and stuff like that, incubus, succubus kind of situations. Oh, I love me, that I loves me a good incubus. Across, but, but yeah, a lot of the time it, it does seem to be quite negative things. But I don't know. Why don't we fix the paranormal industry in the ten minutes or so we've got left? <laughs> so what 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 are you gonna say to all those would be paranormal investigators out there? Oh, and see, it lined me up again. I I don't What's that what's that? You said give it up and start on a career in witchcraft. <laughs> no, you said. No, I did okay. not. All you would be paranormal investigators. Put down your light boxes, start doing some real work, start doing yeah. some magic. I suppose, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. So it's, it's one of those, uh, what for me, to put all that effort in that they clearly put in, because it's not like they all just wake up one day and go, oh, I've got this flashy light box that I'm going to go use today. They're going to have to have put effort in learning how all this tech works. They don't know how it works. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, or at least what the flashy lights are supposed to mean. Like, but surely they go and learn those things um, from their other people that have also got flashy light boxes that have been doing it a summer longer than they have. Um, are you saying that this is an industry, a big industry that's designed to make money by selling Well, I do wonder sometimes. <laughs> is there's just some there's some really really wealthy electrician somewhere? that's making a hell of a lot of money with some LED lights. Uh, but no, a lot of it, from from the bits I've seen, a lot of it can be quite homemade, isn't it? Where they've actually um, learned how to do it from some kind of blog or whatever, and they've gone, this is the way to do it. What do you mean on Supernatural? <laughs> 
where they make <laughs> they make it a yeah well that's what i imagine it is it's kind of old i imagine parts of it have old tech in because it's the same it's the same way as like the um you know archaeologists using ground penetrating radar like nobody else is using it they've got to sell it to somebody <laughs> so you know well, you, you basically think that there's there's just a, a, a production line in China and they, they make five of them and then the label machine just gets swapped <laughs> for a paranormal device and they slap the paranormal device label on. So all this LiDAR stuff and that is just kind of like, oh, well, we'll just repackage that. We'll call it something else. This phone <laughs> don't quite work. Oh, well, what what's wrong with it? Oh, well, the lights keep blinking. <laughs> so I put, put a logo of a ghost on it or vlog it. So, yeah, I quite, there's part of me that thinks cynically enough that that's what happens. But I don't know. You've got a lot more experience with these kinds of people than I have. I, I've only met the kind of really, really um, kooky hardcore kind of people that just they're they're this in the same cap they you know when they're not doing that they're wearing foil tin hats so i've only ever experienced the worst end of that spectrum unless the actual maybe i need to go on a few of these i just i feel like i'd i'd be bored or and i'd then start with stuff there you go there's your first f-bomb of the day i'm gonna have to bleep so now aren't i Damn, I'm going to have to actually listen to this during yeah. the editing process. Normally I just click a button and it exports. Now I'm going to have to go back and... You love doing the beep. Thing. You oh, like doing the beep sake. thing. Don't lie. Um. So yeah, so I kind of, I don't know. I don't know if... I'd have to really trust the group, I think, of people that I, ex, you know, respected in order to go with them, I guess. Yeah, but why? What would your reasons to for do going it... be? Because obviously you understand how how death and all that works, and you you speak to ghosts and dead people yeah. on a regular basis. So it's not like you're going to learn anything. So what would be the reason of going to find What's out what they're doing? Real? Oh right, okay. So it would be kind of like when David Attenborough goes and yeah, studies exactly. and stuff. Like you're just, they you're got just tools. Be there oh look, and here <laughs> and here. <laughs> And, and I'll do my best, David, and for impression. <laughs> here we have the paranormal investigator. A strange creature native to broken down buildings with no lights. A very jumpy. They frequent old pubs and jails. Don't. <laughs> I don't know okay. how that'll come out. Don't get too though. close. They're easily spooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we, we're, we're now coming up to like, literally, we've got six minutes left. So, okay. What are we going to say about paranormal, uh, paranormal investigation? So, ultimately, if you are wanting to investigate the paranormal, you're going to want to do it for one of two reasons. One, there is something weird going on and you want to get to the bottom of what yeah. the heck it is. And two, you want to understand how the universe works, what happens after death, what is life, what is consciousness, all that kind of thing. My thoughts would be, or what I would say, is 
why paranormal investigation instead of other things? Why is that the first port of call? Is it because of television? Because it's very, very yeah. modern, isn't it? A paranormal investigation is literally a 20th yeah. century thing. Started early yeah. 20th century, really. Um, before that, you know, it's not really so much paranormal investigation, yeah. it's more divination. So it's more like well, more likely yes, necromancy. It's just a case of yeah, it's different forms of necromancy, like light lightweight necromancy. It's like yeah, there's spirits, but it's just yeah, we're going to communicate with them. Um, whereas it's kind of like with 20th century and with a lot of atheism and that kind of thing coming in. Um, it's kind of like, well, what, okay, let's assume that there is nothing. How do we go about investigating it? And then someone's basically kind of cobbled together. Spiritualism, I think it's called. Has, <laughs> no, I, I don't, well, to be fair, I mean, the spiritualism relies a lot on psychics. And although there are psychics that get used in paranormal investigation, there's a lot of technology that's used as well, isn't there? And we're not really good with the technology, partly because we do too much magic. So as soon as you start raising up energy, well, how many, how many laptops has Lady, Lady <laughs> exactly. got through now when she's done magic rituals? You know, it's like technology is electric. Things based on electricity are no. really not very good when it comes to the manifestation and... Uh, so, working with transmutation exactly. of energy. It, it would be a case of going work. into one of these big, th which is hence why I feel like I would have to really trust the people that I went on it with, because otherwise it'd be a case of, oh, oh there's a ghost. No, Chris is having a tantrum up the corner. Like, you know, just that's kind of what I'd imagine it being like, because all the flashy lights are going. It's like, no, Chris is just getting bored. Chris is getting bored, and then when the cameras are stopped rolling because you've you've sucked out <laughs> all of the juice in the battery, as you like to do. I, I love how I get the blame um, for that. Well, it wouldn't be me, would I? I don't consort with these people. No, I'm joking. We we've we've kind of we've done interviews and stuff like that with paranormal investigation people. I mean, it's mainly been events yeah. things and that kind of thing. I haven't done actual paranormal investigation for a very very long time, many years now. Um, it's just because I couldn't stomach it. Really, it just bored me. Um, normally, if I'd get involved with something like that, it would be because a paranormal investigation team has already been in there and they're like, "Yep, yeah, there's yeah. definitely stuff going on." Here we go, can you deal yeah, with Yeah, whereas the stories I'm used to having um, are from witches who have gone in expecting it to be, you know, a you know, not-so-friendly ghost, and then kind of going, oh, it, it's a gin. Like, those are the sorts of stories that I'm used to having, not the, not the oh, well, we had a few flashy lights, um, and then and then someone themselves um, because there was, uh, you know, someone hadn't digested properly. Uh. So, how good do you think, because paranormal investigator, uh, investigators investigate, how good do you think their diagnose, diagnosis and diagnostic system is? Because you talked about going in and finding a gin. If you're asking questions like, when did you die? Yeah. Did you have a wife? Are you a man or a woman? Is that really going to get to the bottom no. of it being a gin? What do you think they'd come no. back as? 
well, they'd come back of all sorts as a gin. It's probably coming back as like, you know, um, no, I'm a little small mining child. Um, I used to be beaten, all that kind of shit, and then take it home with them accidentally. <laughs> and then wonder, wondering why the house what, burns down. Someone, someone, <laughs> instead of bringing a lamp, someone brought a, yeah. uh, a thermos. <laughs> and he went, oh, that's, that looks like a nice place to go home. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I'll trade up. I don't want this brass lamp. I'm going to go and live in my thermos <laughs> thing. It's nice. It's got, it's got, it's got insulation. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So that's the kind, you know, so those are the sorts of situations I'm used to go into where you've got uh, house clearings and things like that, but from a magical point of view. So for me, I'd, I struggle with what, what is finding out if, if it's happy or unhappy or has children or a wife or did you die recently kind of questions why do any of it's like to us why would any of those matter if you're going in it's because it's causing havoc it needs to either be moved or moved on like you know so it's i i don't for us it would be going in figuring out what's going on and dealing with it not identifying it yeah. and then tagging it um, and going and we, we well that's what it is And we don't necessarily side with the living either necessarily <laughs> no. all the time. No. <laughs> some some of them have got a better claim okay. on the house than the people living in it. Well very true and the land and stuff like that. Luckily out of all of the paranormal, like really, really bad, powerful places that I've found, rarely are any of them known by paranormal investigators and none of them are buildings. They're always yeah. first land. So there we go. That's it for this week's edition of the podcast.